Many people keep a list of things they'd like to do before they die. Colloquially, this is called the bucket list. What does Judaism have to say about a bucket list? Welcome to the Transformative Daf. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 39 of Ksuvus, and we learn that spiritually mature people do not have a bucket list. Welcome to the Transformative Daf, and thank you for being my Chavrusa today. I like to begin with a story. The story is told of a certain Rosh Yeshiva who made the effort to attend every simcha of any student or former student of his yeshiva. But as he got older, he began to decline the invitations. I'm studying for a fahir, he would say. I'm due to take an exam on my Talmudic studies. But what fahir could you possibly be taking at your age, they would ask him. Well, in the not-too-distant future, the rabbi would respond, I will be called back to my creator and stand before a heavenly panel. They will want to determine where to send me in the next world. Your place in heaven is determined by how much Torah you have learned during your lifetime. I am now intensely reviewing for my ultimate fahir. Let's look at today's Gemara. This is his dilemma. Is there maturity in the grave and therefore the rights of the father lapse? Or perhaps there is no maturity in the grave and the rights of the father do not lapse? Mar Baravashi raised the dilemma in this manner. Does death cause maturity or does it not cause maturity? Let's analyze the Gemara. On yesterday's daf, we explained the case of the maiden who was violated and subsequently deceased. Having reached the age of majority after her passing, Rava queried whether her father was still entitled to receive the fine or not. On this daf, Mahabha Ravashi suggests that the question of whether after someone dies, we continue to calculate their biological age from the date of birth may be irrelevant. The mere fact that they died might achieve the same result as if they had matured. How so? The reason the father is entitled to collect the fine payment is that he is legally obligated to take care of his child's material needs. Since he is financially responsible for her, any money she receives is automatically passed to him. Once she matures, however, he is no longer responsible for her upkeep, and therefore she receives the compensation personally. What would happen to a father's financial obligation if she died? Obviously, he would no longer be obligated to support her financially because she no longer has any material needs. And so Mahabharavashi's question is, does death have the same effect as maturity? It would seem that in either case, her father is released from his financial obligations toward her. Consequently, it shouldn't make a difference whether she matured in the grave. The mere fact of her death has the effect of releasing her father from financial responsibility and likewise any right to compensation. In Mahabharavashi's words, does death cause maturity or does it not cause maturity? What does all this mean for us? Death is a powerful motivator. For some people, contemplation of death will cause maturity. They will recognize that nobody is here forever and maximize the little time that they have. Sadly, most people prefer not to think about their mortality. But death is impossible to ignore. Maturity often results from experiencing a personal tragedy or loss of a loved one. Spiritual awakenings happen as people realize that life is short and that all our toil cannot be for naught. We must be here on earth for a higher purpose. Many a mourner has had his Judaism reignited while saying Kaddish and attending daily minyan. They are the mature few. Tragically, however, most people just want to get the shiver over and done with and get on with their lives. 
All too often we hear immature mourners say, Rabbi, we don't really want to sit shiva, we'd rather just celebrate his life. The Rosh Hashiva studying for his faher for his ultimate exam epitomized the principle of death causing maturity. Realizing that his time left on earth was limited, he set his mind to making sure that his spiritual house was in order. Rabbi Yaakov joins us, This world is like a hallway. Prepare yourself in the hallway in order to enter the palace. Seeing the palace up ahead should remind a person to ready himself for the final banquet and make every moment count. The opposite of death leading to maturity is the concept of the bucket list. Popularized in recent years is the idea of making a list of all the things you want to check off before you kick the bucket. The reference is rather ironic insofar as it was originally a reference to suicide. One would climb on top of a bucket, place a noose around one neck, and then kick the bucket aside. One can only assume that most people aren't aware of the tragic connotation of the phrase. At the same time, one cannot help but wonder why it's so important to spend what precious little time we have here on earth engaged in pastimes that one cannot take with a person to the grave. After you're dead, the number of islands you visited is pretty meaningless. The bucket list is the ultimate immature response to death. The journey toward death begins today. To an immature person, that statement sounds shocking. But you are a mature individual. You are one of the elite who understands that our time on earth is limited. May you fill every moment of the journey with what's truly important. Wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Duff Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Duff Yomi global movement, there's something in the Transformative Duff for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Duff with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe to achieving a life of simcha and purpose. Transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daf.